name is Ken Fallon. This is another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This episode is on the SSH config file, which allows you to specify commonly used SSH settings in a file so that you don't need to retype them every single time. When people are using SSH client, they quite often come across two things. The first is that you have long usernames and host names for machines out on the internet that you, need con- that you need to connect to. And also you might want to set up a port forward for one reason or another. So say for example that you have a dynamic address from your ISP and you've registered a dynamic DNS host name and that host name is myname.dynamicdns.org and your username at home is different to the one that you're logged in in and work. So you need to put in username in front of that. So you would typically use SSH space username at the name of my host dot dynamic DNS dot org. Now that's a lot of typing. So what you can do is create a little shortcut to tell SSH that you don't need to do that every time. So if you open up a text editor, you'll find a hidden directory called dot SSH in your home directory. And in there, if you don't have a file called config, you can create one. And you could simplify all that by creating the uh, words host space and home, for instance. And then on a new line, you type in user space and the name that you are using as your username. And then on the next line, you type in host name space and the long dynamic DNS address that you have. So then on your command line, uh, once you save that file, any other, any time that you want to connect to your home machine, you just need to type in ssh space home. And regardless of what DNS or IP address or whatever that you specified in the um, config file, you'll be able to connect to that. And it's not actually using DNS at this point, it's using whatever entry is specified there for the host name. So even though you might be logged in as work user on your work machine and you have a home user called home user it uses what's in the config file so uh, a lot of these examples will be in the show notes for this episode i kind of find that quite handy and convenient uh, a lot of the times another thing i tend to do is say i want to do a port forward so you can use the minus capital l sign on the command line and then do the port forwarding that way So if you want to basically create a tunnel from 8080 to your home machine on port 80, what you would do is uh, under that section where you have host, um, home, and then user, home user, hostname, uh, mymachine.dynamicdns.org. And then under that, you will put in local forward space 8080 space the internal IP address of the machine that you want to connect to. So if it's a non-routable IP address, it might be something like 192.168.1.100, I don't know, 100, and then colon 80. So what that will do is every time that you log in to the home, um, it will create a, it will attempt to create a tunnel so that your local host port 8080 on that machine is automatically redirected to port 80. I'm just going through some of the more interesting topics here. Another thing that you might do is uh, to stop people connecting to port 22. Um, yeah, I know it's security by obscurity, but um, why not take a quick win if you can? A lot of people will uh, have their SSH server listening on a different port. Let's call it 1234. So under as another entry under your host home section, 
you can put in uh, the word port space one two three four and what that will do is um, instead of connecting on port 22 as normal if you type in ssh space home it will use the port uh, 1234 instead all very convenient so that's uh, that's all kind of cool if you do a man ssh anything that you can normally do with ssh and you do you find yourself doing that all the time regularly you can usually pop that into uh, your ssh config file there's a full man page if you type uh, man space ssh underscore config it'll give you all the options that you can put into your config file that's the sort of basic stuff that i think a lot of listeners would use some of the more specific stuff that i've used in the past has been doing remote forwards where i would uh, i'm not really going to go into the syntax of these but i'll just give you an example of what's possible so uh, where you have a bastion host and you need to ssh to this bastion host and then from that bastion host you need to connect to another machine and then to another machine Um, what you can do is uh, do port forwards through that so that you know you set up the connection once and it sets up another connection another connection another connection for you automatically so that's that's kind of cool one thing that you might want to do is have a different identity file for different machines on the net so for instance you might have one identity file for your um for your hosting company yeah you might have another identity file for your uh, brother's machine um that you're allowed to log into and that way you know if one key is compromised then it's you're kind of limiting the the compromise so say for example you have a special identity file for um your you know and then and by identity file i mean an ssh key so you have a, a separate ssh key generated for each um, machine that you want to log into so uh, if somebody compromises the key on your ISP's uh, box, for instance, while they don't have the keys to the kingdom, they can't connect into the mach- your machine at home. Instead of using the default uh, home directory dot ssh forward slash id underscore dsa dot pub, which they would use as a public file generally, what you can do is you can um, create another f- uh, set of keys and you know, save that somewhere. So let's for, let's say for the sake of argument, we're going to use the identity file um, ISP underscore ID underscore DSA dot pub. And yeah, the private key obviously then would be uh, IS home directory dot SSH forward slash ISP underscore ID dot DSA. Okay, well, simply all you need to do is under your host home section, uh, or in this case, it would be host ISP. You would have user ISP user, a host name, the host name of the ISP, which might be an IP address either. That, that works as well. And then the next line would be uh, identity file uh, space uh, and where the path to the identity file, say, uh, tilde for the home directory forward slash dot SSH forward slash ISP underscore ID dot DSA dot pub. Say, for example, a lot of people will have will have SSH clients set up to use protocol 2 and 1. And 1 is, has been proven to have some vulnerabilities in, in it already. So what you can do is you can, at the top of that file, I generally put in um, protocol space 2. Normally, it's a protocol space 2, comma 1. And what that will do is if protocol 2 isn't available, then it'll switch back to 1. 
another line I have in there is forward X11 to yes, which will mean that uh, I don't need to use the minus capital X so that any X sessions, um, if I connect to a machine and I type, um, I don't know, uh, Conqueror, for instance, then the web browser on the remote machine is open on my desktop. So rather than doing port forwarding and all that sort of thing, I can SSH into my home machine and then just type Firefox on the command line and Firefox from my home machine comes up on my work machine, for instance. There's a security risk involved in that, and you can read the man pages about you know what it is. Read the man pages, make a decision yourself on whether you want to enable that or not. But if you find yourself using the minus X anyway, then that's something that you can do. Uh, another one is the forwarding agent. So um, if you've got a long, complicated key, um, what I tend to do is I use the uh, SSH add command. I have SSH agent enabled and what that does is that memorizes um, in very broad terms it memorizes uh, the passwords for the keys that I I'm unlocking and once I unlock the keys uh, I do that first thing in the morning have a cup of coffee enter in my 28 character uh, keys and then uh, I'm set to go for the day that then passes through the authentication for the for the all the keys on all the servers that I need to log into. So if I connect via a Bastion server, for instance, I use my key, I connect into that machine. And then when I want to connect to a machine that's connected to a Bastion server, uh, so uh, it's uh, like a, a stepping stone server, the SSH agent will, will allow me to um, pass my authentication from the stepping stone server to the server I want to work on, on the other side of that connection. So that's, uh, that's pretty much that. One weird one that I did come across was um, related to uh, GSS API authentication. I have that set to GSS API authentication to know. The reason why that's a weird one is if you read the man pages, but it says by default it's set to no, but on Debian uh, distributions, which Ubuntu is and Kubuntu and Debian itself, that is set to yes. What that's all about is that's uh, a mechanism for linking in uh, Kerbos authentication, but it causes it to do a DNS uh, query every time on the host name that you're connecting to. And if you're connecting to a machine that doesn't have DNS uh, set up for it, then you're going to get a timeout while it, it does that initial connection. And that used to uh, drive me nuts and work when you connect into a machine and you have a timeout for no apparent reason the first time and then you would log in subsequently during the day and it would be absolutely fine you reset your machine and the next thing you'd have this timeout uh, it's just very frustrating and that it turns out to be that dns thing so that is one of the things that i set one thing that i uh, tend to do is i will set up a, one connection to do my port forwarding home and i'll tend to run that in the background without a shell um, so that you know I can connect to my web server at home and uh, I have all my port forwardings done and I got my agents running and all that sort of stuff but then if later I wanted to connect into that machine during the day I'd have a different section so I have two sections for my home machine so one will be called host uh, host home dash tunnels for instance and I only connect to that once a day and that sets up all the tunnels and then the other one will be called host um home and the only thing that that actually has in is my username um the host name and the port so i don't do any forwarding or anything uh anything weird with that one and the reason for that is if you set up all your port forwarding and you connect in 
you know a second SSH session, then it gives you error messages to say that it can't create the tunnels because they've already been created. It's not the end of the world, and I mean, a lot of the times you might be using something like Screen anyway. So, um, yeah, it's it's just the way you want to work. That is pretty much um, it about the SSH config file. Before you hear this, you'll probably hear some feedback on the bad apples that I sent into Tlatu. If you don't hear that feedback, um, uh, Tlatu probably hasn't played it yet. Um, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode on uh, on Hacker Public Radio. And uh, as they say on Vulcan, live long and prosper. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.